you have arrived at your destination. Hey, listeners, this is Joe. And Will. From Common Creatives. We're a new podcast on the DNN that explores the place of creativity in the lives of artists, musicians, comedians, filmmakers, and creators of all kinds. This show lets us indulge our curiosity about why and how people satisfy their urges to make and create new things. So check out Common Creatives on iTunes, Stitcher, and at DestinationComics.com. Resident Cartoon Junkie Brandon Jones here, and I'm here to. That uh, was me cracking my knuckles. Sorry about that. Uh, here to talk about uh, some news for you guys. It's not that big a deal. Uh, it's not a big episode uh, this this week because uh, the true episode this week coming out is Return of the Joker. Uh, that'll be out tomorrow. Uh, you can listen to that. But I wanted to get this one out here because there's a lot of news that happened. I'm two weeks out, and I wanted to make sure that I got that in. So you're getting two episodes this week. This is a small little uh, episode that's just a refresher of what's coming up because there's a lot of things coming up in the near future, and I mean November. November, it's uh, coming out uh, real quick. Uh, and, uh, you know, November is almost here and there's a lot of stuff coming out. And I just wanted to cover all that stuff, but I didn't want to go through all this in the news and then cover Return of the Joker. So this is a separate episode and you guys can listen to Return of the Joker tomorrow. Uh, that'll be its regular standard time at 11 p.m. Uh, and I'll have Mitch and my brother Brian on for that. It's a good, it's a good time. Uh, so, uh, here is the news of, uh, everything coming out. In November, not necessarily everything, but most things coming out in November that has to do with animation. Um, so there's lots of things coming out actually. Uh, so we've got um, no the first one. We'll, we'll do it chronologically. How about that? Uh, we'll do it chronologically. First coming out uh, on November second, uh, Rooster Teeth will be releasing Ruby Volume Seven. Uh, this is a show that has sort of struggled as of late. I don't know if it's you know, completely struggled, or it's, uh, I, I don't know, it, it, the fandom seems to be dying down on that one. That show, in its heyday, around Volume 3, was one of my most downloaded episodes at the time. Um, it was a pretty big deal, uh, lots of people enjoyed it. Four, volumes 4 and 5, 4 and 5 sort of uh, de-escalated things a lot? Well, I don't know, they, they seemed to escalate things in the plot, but interest in the show seemed to be at an all-time low after four and five nothing really was going on with the characters they were sort of meandering about uh there were a few good things in in volume five that people i think people enjoyed but overall it was a very disappointing season i think season six personally brought a lot of stuff back around there was a lot more character driven things i thought ruby was a better character they started to build her up to be better than what she had been recently, uh, and I, I think it's starting to, to, to hedge over into being uh, pretty decent, because I, I or being good again, because I 
the the new looks uh, of the of the four main look really good because they like to update the four main every every now and then. About every three seasons, I think actually, uh, they update the four main characters' looks. The trailer looks really good. Um, you know, they, they they finally get to they, they finally uh, they finally get to uh, to their goal that they've been kind of going for. They've been kind of mulling about on this one for a while because they keep trying to unite all the all the kingdoms and everything so they finally get to their uh to the to the northernmost kingdom remnant in remnant so you know we're gonna get um you know however that works out and we've got a lot more plot driven things they still have to collect the uh the treasures the the magical treasures people know that magic exists now i guess the main characters know that magic exists right now which what is dust if not magic? I don't know why they why magic is considered to be this weird thing when everybody kind of does magic or they do things that are kind of physically impossible. So it, it was weird that they that they kind of like one of the big revelations. Oh, magic is real. It's like well, okay, like you have people who absorb damage and deal it back out with like super fiery force, and you have uh, you know, a girl who uses super speed by turning into pedals, but like, ooh, magic, what? That doesn't make any sense. It's a little bit bizarre. I don't know why that was a plot point. Um, um, but we got to know the origins of the main, of the main villain, which I think is, and motivations of the main villain, and I think that's important, because otherwise it's just sort of humming and hawing and not really doing a whole lot, so. But, uh, the new character, the, the new character designs are really good. Um, there seems to be, you know, some, some good conflict, some inner conflict between probably the nations and, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes, but I'm fairly excited for this one. Uh, I'm pretty, pretty excited for Ruby volume seven cause I thought they, they upticked a little bit last season with some good stuff. And now I'm thinking they'll, uh, they'll probably, um, you know, take it in a, in a, in a new, better direction. Let's hope. But that is coming out November 2nd. Uh, the first of the November updates of uh, of this of, uh, of all these coming out now. Uh, the next one is uh, November fifth on Netflix. Shira uh, season four will be out. Um, hard to believe it's already season four. That's because Netflix likes to do this thing with DreamWorks properties and cut them into uh, smaller seasons. I don't know why they do that. They did it with um, uh, they did it with uh, Voltron. Uh, but in Voltron, it seemed like a lot more stuff happened within a few amount of episodes, so it was easier to talk about them season to season. I don't know if we'll talk about season four on on this podcast with Shira because uh, last time not a whole lot happened in the first half of it um, of season two, so I had to wait till season three so that the full thirteen episodes was out um, to talk about because I think. Season two helped season or season three helped season two kind of flesh out better and become a better season altogether. All so I talked about both seasons two and three together because it seemed to work better. But if enough happens in this, if it's interesting enough, I might go for season four. But I'll probably wait until season five hits with uh, so that all thirteen can be there. Um, you know, because unless this is back to thirteen episodes, I don't know. It probably isn't given how quickly this one's coming out. But uh, I'll probably wait for the thirteen episodes to finish up. Uh, before I cover any of these episodes, because the way that the writers write this, it seems to go in a 13-episode uh, arc, and it gets cut off halfway, and it feels lackluster, and it just doesn't... I don't know, there, there, there's a lot to it that's a little bit that's a little bit weak. So, um, I might not be talking about this just yet, uh, but definitely go check it out on Netflix. Uh, it's a good show. Uh, on November 5th, it'll be Friday, November 5th, when that comes out, so... 
pretty pretty cool that that's already coming out uh, for people. Hope people enjoy it. Um, next up on November 10th, uh, let's see, what, what, what day is November 10th actually now that I think about it? Um, November 10th is, yes, the Sunday, yeah. Um, oh, well, okay, November 5th, I'm sorry, is a Tuesday. They're releasing Shira on a Tuesday. That's interesting. All right, uh, but yeah, November 10th is Rick and Morty Season 4. Uh, that'll be 11.30 p.m. on uh, Adult Swim. Uh, if you haven't seen the new trailer, um, you know, shame on you. No, uh, you know, if, if you're a Rick and Morty fan, uh, definitely check out the trailer. They've got a lot of good, fun, uh, goofy tropes that they uh, that they have. It's, uh, it's back to the crazy, wacky adventures. Uh, Rick seems a lot more sullen after the events of the last season. Um, so he's a little bit uh, crankier, it feels like, in this one. So he's kind of back to square one, more, more, it feels like he's going to be more season one Rick, maybe, uh, I don't know, but uh, it's, um, it's going to be interesting, I, a lot of, a lot of funny lines, a lot of good stuff, um, some of the clips they've released have been interesting, the Meeseeks are back, apparently, uh, there's some weird Akira style body horror, um, and, uh, some, just some great lines that I absolutely love on it, so, uh, and I, I can't wait for it, it, it looks like it's gonna be pretty good, uh, got a Doctor Strange reference in there, that's always fun, uh, but yeah, it, it sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun, Mr., uh, Mr. Booby Butthole is there, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it should be, it should be a good time, I, I love Rick and Morty, anybody else likes Rick and Morty, then I think you should check it out, because it's, uh, season four, and it looks like it's getting back, uh, to, to, it's good, to a good time. Next up is November 8th, oh, sorry, okay, yeah, sorry, November 8th in theaters, but on November 5th on Netflix, uh, 15th on Netflix, so this is technically, uh, in the, in the offshoots of, 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 uh, this is kind of in in between on the on the time scale here, but uh, uh, J.K. Simmons in Klaus is going to be hitting uh, theaters on November eighth. This is not uh, based on the Grant Morrison Klaus comic book, uh, but it's about uh, Santa Claus. It's it's the, basically the origin of Santa Claus in this tiny town, uh, or this uh, little this uh, big massive guy in a in a in a, in a log cabin and a and a mailman team up to deliver toys to a bunch of kids and uh it's very interesting so it looks really cool um and it, well what what looks cool about it is the animation style the animation style is something wholly new looking um you know it, it's it's uh 3d it's uh it's 3d models but everything is done in a very disney-esque kind of stylized uh models um very uh it, it sort of looks like the old school kind of uh, Disney Disney models, kind of like you'd see in, um, uh, let's say, uh, uh, Sword in the Stone or 101 Dalmatians. Like it, it really has that kind of energy to it. The characters, as they their facial expressions, the energy, the way that they move about, is very reminiscent of uh, 101 Dalmatians or you know, uh, uh, Sword in the Stone and stuff like that. Um, the uh, the animation style is so beautiful. It looks it looks like a like a like a like an oil painting almost, but not quite that. It's like a well shaded oil painting. We'll say that. Um, it, it looks like it. It looks like a, a, a series of paintings that are moving. Actually, uh, go check out the trailer. It's called Klaus Official Trailer. Uh, it's by S SPA Studios, by the way. Uh, SPA uh, Studios is. Um, 
uh, Sergio Pablos. Uh, Sergio Pablos is a longtime Disney animator. Uh, you know, he's done so many things. I've, I've followed Sergio Pablos on a lot of things. Uh, but he you know, he was determined to get this thing out. I think it was 2014 when the Kickstarter for this thing came out. And then Netflix, I think, jumped on board with this project and, and really wanted it as an exclusive. Uh, but they got it to, but because it was supposed to be a theatrical release, I think on the Kickstarter, it was it had to be released on on in theaters first. So on November eighth, Klaus will be out, and uh, it just it looks gorgeous, and I can't wait for it. It, it you know regardless of uh, how the story plays out, like I hope the story is good as well because you know it can be as beautiful as it needs to be, but if the story is not good, um, you know who 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 wants to see that? But J.K. Simmons is always great, and uh, and the the animation is just good to look at. I could probably watch this on mute, and I would be perfectly fine it's in select theaters on november 8th sorry about that select theaters on november 8th but it will be on netflix everywhere uh november 15th so that too is coming this november so there we go and uh i think we're on the last two which both come out on the same day but uh so i'm gonna cover the one that i am excited for but not as excited for as the last one obviously um but disney getting its first theatrical release animated sequel i think I think that's the truth. Um, I don't think there was a theatrical. Uh, I don't think there was a theatrical release for any of the other animated Disney sequels. Uh, thank God, because they're pretty much all terrible, other than maybe Return of Jafar, but it's still kind of awful. Um, it's set up for the television series, which is way better, I guess. Uh, which television series of Disney animated properties are much better than these sequels. But uh, you know, Mulan Two is awful. Hunchback of Notre Dame is awful. Uh, just terrible, terrible things, terrible movies. Uh, but um, this is the first actual release where it seems like they're trying to make something good. Uh, I saw the, the teaser trailer for Frozen 2 uh, came out a uh, long time ago. I want to say back at the beginning of the year, maybe the end of last year, actually. And I was blown away. I thought it looked fantastic. I thought the music was f- was phenomenal. Uh, I was really excited for uh, for how this was going to be uh, uh, presented, and it, it it looked as beautiful as the first one. Um, and I think they're uh, this is the first. This is of course the highest Frozen one. If you if you didn't know, highest grossing movie, uh, animated movie of all time. Uh, uh, over a billion dollars this thing made, so obviously Disney was going to give this thing the the treatment of uh, you know uh, of, of getting a sequel. And man, they're 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 really nailing the the visual aspect of this movie. Basically, it's the story of Elsa trying to figure out what her powers are because apparently they're manifesting in a way that can endanger Arendelle, which is the kingdom that they rule. Obviously, if you haven't watched Frozen, um, so it's basically her. Uh, trying to find out what her powers are, where what's the origin of her powers, where do they come from, uh, why does she have them, etc., etc. So um, I'm really excited about uh, learning that as well. It, it's interesting because it's it seems like it's a very cool story for you know for these two characters for Anna and Elsa to go uh, uh, venture forth, but it's also uh, the plot of Tangled the series, so which is a little bit interesting. Um, but yeah, so uh, Elsa's going on a journey into the mystical woods to find out what her powers are, and uh, great, cool-looking settings, and uh, I, I volunteer anybody to go check out the teaser for it, because the teaser is all I needed uh, to want to see this thing. It was so well done, and so 
um, it was it was a good hype machine for it. So I'm excited. I like Kristen Bell, um, and uh, she of course plays Princess Anna. If you didn't know that, um, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Can't wait. I think it'll be a, re- a really good time. No, no sight of a villain yet, um, which kind of makes me feel like there's going to be a secret villain uh, or no villain at all. And movies don't necessarily have to have villains, and I'm fine with that. But there is a bit of an expectation that Disney villains are. Disney villains are a fun thing that I think are now getting like pushed to the side. There's always like the the mystery villain. They have to keep it mystery who the villain is, and then it's not as impressive as the obvious villain that's been there the whole time. You know Jafar is the evil evil uh, person in the movie from the very second that it starts off. Frollo as well. So if there's not an obvious villain, I hope they just kind of leave the villain out of it. I really wouldn't want to see a villain that's not, you know, that's... Uh, that's secretly, oh, he's, he's there now, oh no, it's just, I, I don't know, it, it, just, it doesn't interest me as much as, like, uh, a villain that has clear motivation of being, you know, as bad as they can possibly be, that's what Disney villains do, um, so yeah, you know, if you, if you, if you don't know about that, go check out my Seven Disney Sins episode from last Halloween, one of my favorite episodes of this, of this show, go check that out, because it talks about how villain, you know, Disney villains are villainous, and they always should be, so, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I look forward to seeing uh, more of that and um, hoping that uh, Frozen 2 is a great movie because uh, I think it will be. And finally, on November 22nd, the same Friday that uh, Frozen is released, we are getting The Dragon Prince Season 3, finally. Uh, season 3 of Dragon Prince, book 3, sorry, book 3 of Dragon Prince, which I think is going to be Fire, I believe it is. The book is Fire, um, or yeah, um, uh, the Sun. Sun. Sorry, uh, it'll be it'll be the Sun. So because it's the the, the primordial the, the primordial forms of magic. Not I'm thinking of Avatar, but yeah. So uh, book three will be the Sun. Will be Sun, um, and we're getting some good looking stuff from this. We've got we've got some cool looking, uh, you know. Um, We've got some cool-looking uh, trailers for this thing. Uh, there's um, a, a good look at the first sorcerer, the first black, the first dark sorcerer, the man who created uh, dark magic and gave it to the humans, and uh, which exiled uh, the humans from uh, from the elf kind and kind of pushed them off away, and they can't, you know, they can't get into, they can't come back to Zadia because humans are corrupt and evil and da 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 and uh, we get him talking to one of to the king of the dragons at the time um, you know before obviously uh, well not the king of the dragons it's uh, Sol Regum the giant dragon that they come in contact with uh, at the very end of season two so uh, Sol Regum's there and he's talking to the to the dark uh, to the dark enchanter the dark um, magician I don't know what his what, what his actual name is yet uh, but in the trailer, it's, it's very cool. This was all done at San Diego Comic-Con, so it's not really available online. You can probably find a pirated version somewhere, but it looks very interesting, uh, because it does, uh, it does tend, it does, uh, tone to the idea that, you know, uh, the elves and the dragons see humans as lesser beings, because they can't, uh, adapt magic in the same way, uh, which is interesting, because we've now seen that Callum can, that you can actually uh, attain the primordial 
uh, uh, magics through learning and understanding. So Callum is going to be that big bridge, the gap between everything. And then you got uh, you got Ezra is going to Ezra's going to go back to the kingdom and be the king. Uh, so that's interesting. But uh, he still has dangers to deal with because Varen is still there, and I'm sure Varen is is you know he, he's get, get got put in jail. But you know I'm sure he'll figure a way to get out of that because he's a dark sorcerer. But you know uh, so Ezra might be in big trouble being back in back in Catalus um, uh, because. You know, he's, he's vulnerable there, but he'll be the king, uh, the young king in waiting, I guess. There might be another king. There might be somebody who takes over the king. Well, probably not because, uh, yeah, they have another young queen in another, uh, uh, in another uh, kingdom. So it's probably not that big a deal to have a, a young boy as king, too. Um, but, yeah, so, so it'll be interesting, especially uh, since those sh- the evil shadow elf clones that Viren sent to the other four kingdoms to attack them, they still haven't finished their attack yet. So uh, we'll see what that uh, culminates as well, because now you're going to think that these moon shadow elves attacked the other kingdoms, and that's going to spark interest for war, and it's going to be a bad time. And uh, But, you know, Ezrin's going to have to... You know, navigate that, and then you've got Rayla and Callum talking to the dragons, and uh, the elves probably trying to get the the uh, the dragon prince back into his you know to where his throne is. And that's the other thing: does Solregum want uh, does want does Solregum want Zim to take the throne as king of the dragons? Even he is the dragon prince, but he's been long since dead or, or thought dead. So you know, who knows if he'll want that. Maybe that's just an obstacle for him to become king. So uh, lots and lots of things to uh, to talk about with uh, with Dragon Prince Season 3, and we will definitely talk about that on this uh, podcast because I love talking about uh, Dragon Prince. Um, it's my probably one of my favorite shows on the air right now today, but... That's gonna do it, guys. That's it. That that is that is the news November. That is the news for November. All the stuff coming out in November. So thank you for sticking around and hearing me jabber jaw for about 20 minutes about why I enjoy things that are coming out. But uh, thanks for listening to this. Uh, you'll have two episodes this week. Uh, next uh, coming out tomorrow is Return of the Joker, and that's gonna be it for today, guys. Thanks a lot for checking us out. You can check us out at destinationcomics.com/dnn. You can also check us out on Facebook at Animation Destination and on Twitter at AnimationPod. That's it for today. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. Stay tuned.